What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my business partner, my best friend, my neighbor, the guy next door at the Wolf to Silva. What's up, brother? Yo, what's going on, squad? I'm super fucking excited to be here today. I feel in a very, like, giving slash value side mood today. I'm excited. I thought you were going to say sassy. I'm like, I feel like I'm catching a sassy vibe from you. No, I'm like, maybe like a straightforward vibe, but not a sassy vibe. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like ready to give today and serve on a deeper level. That's super exciting. I love that. So guys, mm-hmm. on podcasts, the way that this, this works is Cole and I, every week, We get together with our online trainers and we literally bring them on and they can ask us anything on the podcast. Our goal is to help as many of you guys as possible hit $10,000 a month. So we're always going to give you guys advice that will help you guys do that. So let's bring on our first guest of the podcast. Her name is Megan York and she is from Kelowna. What's up, Megan? Not much. I am just laying on the beach working, which is so nice. So what what a life you live. It's awesome. It's great. I love that. So why don't you give a little bit of a backstory on, you know, who you are, where you're from. And then uh, if you have a question for me and Cole, hit me with it. Yeah. So I am from Kelowna and I have been doing online training and actually a brand new coach since August last year. And it's been very up and down just learning being a coach as is. (laughs) It's hard to know exactly what my problem is, is because I think I constantly jump between issues all the time. It's like, oh, well, maybe this is the problem. And then it's like, okay, I'm getting better at content. And now it's like actually converting people into clients. And, uh, you know, I, I did really good in, in, uh, March, I had a seven K March and now it's just nice. like declining from there. Uh, I don't even want to know where I'm at this month. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like I'm like doing as much as I can. I'm trying really hard. I'm always trying to improve. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm just not seeing that in my business yet. So Mm, thank you for being honest. Um, so let's talk about, uh, first of all, it's first congratulations on a $7,000 March. You don't get to $7,000 a month by accident. Like you have to have skill sets in order to get there. So I want to go like tactical with my advice and I want to go, do you know how much your recurring income is per month? I stopped keeping track because it was stressing me out, but now it's stressing me out more not knowing. So, <laughs> Dude, that's funny. Can I go a little bit deeper? Yeah. I want to know a little bit about your uh, family situation in terms of like your family history in terms of money. Oh, well, I have two parents that are complete opposite. So my mom is a super penny pincher. And then my dad is like spends like no tomorrow. So I, I try to remain in the middle of that, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Is it like, do you, did you like grew up around like financial scarcity? It was like money, like a stressor when you were younger? Yeah, everything needed to be cheap, cheap, cheap. And uh, I didn't have the nice clothes. I had to go shopping at like the thrift store for my clothes and get hand-me-downs, stuff like that. Mm. Okay, so uh, can I go? So I want to go mindset-wise and then I want to go business-wise. So mindset-wise, I think that the reason that keeping track of your numbers is because you come from financial scarcity. And when we come from financial scarcity and like we grow up around adversity, like me and you are very similar in that sense. Like, you know, that I came from like the trailer park background, et cetera. Like I used to run into a lot of self-sabotage and I would also run into a lot of like, I always felt like money always stresses me out. Like I had to constantly shift my mentality and be like, money's a good thing. Making more money is a good thing. Like making money doesn't make me a bad person. And like, and even tracking my finances, like if you come from money scarcity, tracking your finances will stress you out because you're like, 
maybe I'm spending too much or maybe I'm not making enough. It's like, so I think that being aware of why you're stressed out while tracking your finances, like the awareness of the problem. Now we can start to create affirmations that will create the opposite effect. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I, I think I know why I'm more stressed now is because I always had a $5,000 buffer in my bank account. And then since I decided to go all in on this, I was like, whatever, I'll just spend money and invest and invest. And then now I'm like, maybe I'm just spending too much. I don't know what it is, but I'm more in debt now, which is like, it's outside of my comfort zone to be in debt as opposed to above water. Mm, like you're more, there's like less than 5k in your bank. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes. I'm on a credit card at the moment. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Okay, cool. So, so let's go into it. What do you think is happening inside of your coaching business? Cause like if you hit $7,000 a month, that tells me that you have a certain amount of clients. So are you finding that you're having a lot of clients leave or that you're just not signing enough clients? Um, I think it, I'm having more clients leave than anything. Mm. Um, and I mean, lately it's like, it's both. It's like, I'm having clients leave. Um, and then I'm not really signing anyone. Mm. I'm so glad we fucking pulled you up today. This is exciting to me. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> no, this is good. It's a good thing. Cole, do you want to go into it before I'm, I'm doing, I've done all the talking so far. You want to go into it? Dude, hundred percent. And I got a lot to fucking unpack because, um, if everybody else here doesn't know actually, but in the masterclass, Megan was in my breakout room and obviously with me and, and Brian traveling to LA last week, I didn't have a chance to go through your workflow. Um, so we're pulling it up right now, Brian, let me share my screen, please. Mm-hmm. So this is something that we had a conversation on now, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Megan, but you talked about how you were lacking clarity in the morning and you felt like you wanted to serve your clients first um, because your morning routine wasn't really serving you, correct? Yeah, I wanted I wanted to jump right into work to make sure I got started on the right foot, I felt like. Right. So looking at this right now, when it comes down to this breakdown, obviously, uh, to look through the workflow. If you guys are on the podcast right now, I'm going to explain everything and then I'm going to dissect it. And I know Brian's going to have a big opinion on this as well. But she's waking up at 4 a.m., 4 to 4.30. She rolls out of bed and gets coffee. 4.30 to 5, she does client messages, success rituals. 5 to 5.15, active on my free and paid communities. 5.15 to 5.45, add people on IG, Facebook, TikTok. Then social and social media until 6 o'clock. Then 6 to 6.30, goals, visualization, layout the day. Um, then 6.30 to 7, read personal development and business book. Then you shower and get ready, bring your daughter to school at 8 to 8.30. Now, all right, before we even go to the rest of the day, we need to rework this and we need to break it down, okay? The reason why is because obviously the evenings are all over the place when it comes down to your daughter coming back. Um, daughter, yeah, correct? Okay, I just want to yeah. make sure. Um, but your daughter coming back, you need to get your mind focused on you first and your vision before you start serving everybody else because you are a mother who is giving to other individuals all the fucking time and you are putting yourself on the back burner, period. That's why you're not growing. We can talk about your past. We can talk about your childhood, which I'm actually glad Brian brought up. But I'm willing to literally bet money, cash right now, that it's because you're not focused on yourself, period. Like you are a mother who's focused on your daughter. You know how I know that? Because 3 p.m. is when you fucking turn off because you need to be there for her. Um, you need to make sure that she's served. You need to make sure that you are a mother for her. So um, no joke, like I'd be revamping all of this. 4 a.m. to 4.30, you roll out of bed and get coffee. 4 a.m. to 4.30, you roll out of bed, you get your cup of coffee. And then from 4.30 to 5, you do affirmations, grateful as a meditation and your own client success, your own goals and visualization. Stop trying to serve everybody else before you serve yourself because you deserve it first. You feel me? I I know. I feel like I've tried it. And then you don't I don't know because you've well, done it, it didn't work. And then you stopped doing it because it wasn't working. But you need to understand that these visualization exercises are for when things go to shit 
not when things are going great. That's what a morning routine is for, guys. All right. It becomes redundant because you'll be like doing it and I'm like, okay, things aren't working. Okay, sounds good. You do it for like a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month. Things don't change. And then you're like, well, fuck this. I got to change it up. You feel me? Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm constantly changing. I'm going to jump in because I love what you just said, Cole. And uh, as soon as you said that, like everybody that's tuning in uh, on my social media was like, damn, that's like struck a chord. So I love that. I want to jump in on that. Um, guys, sometimes when you're doing, I, number one, I agree with Cole. I think you need to put yourself first. Everybody write this down. The business will never outgrow the psychology of the leader. Yep. The business will never outgrow the psychology of the leader. And so for me, Megan, like, I think this is, this is literally, I, I think this is like a simple shift in like, you as a person, because I think right now, here's what's happening. Okay. Your bank account is slowly dwindling. And because your bank account is dwindling, you're using your credit cards. You're slowly skip, slipping into scarcity. I don't have enough clients are leaving. I'm not signing enough clients, et cetera. Because you're slipping into scarcity, you feel like you need to spend more time on your business. But the time that you're spending on your business is more time in scarcity on your business, which actually has a negative effect on the outcome. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Yes. So there is, I, I did, uh, I did a podcast. It was called broke question mark. It might be your energy. And the reason I talked about that is because the way that we approach life and the way that we approach DMS and the way that we approach content, people can feel that and, and we can feel it. And if you're not feeling empowered and aligned when you're approaching your content, your sales calls, et cetera, your DMS, people will feel that. And Megan, you got to $7,000 a month because you are a powerhouse. Like you are a powerful fucking individual. And so I think that if you can get yourself back to feeling like a powerful individual every single day and focus on yourself first and then serve from a full cup, I think you're going to start to, you're going to start to do some damage. Yeah. Also, um, can we be vulnerable for everybody who's listening to this on the audio and the replay for a second, Megan? Yes. Okay. That message you sent me, can I read a line in there? Can I read everything on here? Yeah. Okay. You said since then, all right. I've gained 10 pounds because I hardly move from my chair. All right. Continuously having your fucking emotions on a roller coaster. All right. You're neglecting the shit that's actually going to push your business forward, which tells me that this needs to be the utmost main fucking focus you have forward. Um, because this literally, this line alone tells me exactly what's going on. You are overthinking everything. You're not getting the work done that you need to do in this little area. You're focused on everyone else, your clients, your daughter, et cetera. Cause the only time that you have for yourself in this entire time is from like six to seven, maybe shower. If you fucking add that in there, six to eight, <laughs> if you want to put that in other than that, everything's to everybody else. Where's your gym time? Where's your workout time? Where's your walk time? Where's your meditation time? That's why we've run into this problem, which is I've gained 10 pounds and my emotions are all over the place because you are neglecting you. This is very important guys. Like it's I'm so, anal uh, on getting my workout done at a certain time period and nothing else matters. And I'm there for myself because if I can't focus on myself first, I can't serve you, Megan York, Ronnie, Darun, Aaron, Brian is his business partner, friend to the best of my ability. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's, it's one so of those hard not to, you know, like this is my, this is my baby right now. This is one of my babies. This is so important to me. And it's hard not to just dedicate every, like my brain doesn't stop. I'm, I'm dreaming of missing client calls, nightmares, like. <laughs> right, right. So I want to jump in. Can I jump in now? If this is important to you, then you have to take care of the most important element of your life that impacts every single part of your fucking business. And that is you, the woman in the mirror. 
Yep. If this is actually that important to you, then you need to make sure that Megan York shows up as the best fucking version of Megan York possible every single day. And the way that you do that is you put yourself first. Yo, I love all of you guys, but I'm fucking first. Me. I literally have that written down. I was going to say the same thing. I love all of you. Like I I serve every single day on the podcast, five times a week. I'm like live in the, like, I love all of you guys. I fucking come first. Yep. If you DM me seven times on the weekend on a Sunday and I'm hanging out with Kirsten, it's going to be fucking rude. It's going to be, oh, yeah, rude. you'll get a response that you do not fucking like because I'm first, me. I'm filling my cup up and so that I can come to these podcasts and I can serve on, from an actual full cup. So, Megan, I know how important this is to you and I know how much you care about this business and I know how much you're like, how much you want to succeed. And because you want to succeed, I need you to understand that you, Megan, impact all of the business. You, Megan, talk to your clients. You, Megan, do the content. You, Megan, track the numbers. You, Megan, do everything. And so if you, Megan, anxious, talks to the clients, what happens? You, Megan, anxious, tracks your numbers, what happens? You, Megan, anxious, show up to sales calls, what happens? Mm -hmm. Versus you, Megan, I feel like a fucking boss B shows up to calls, what happens? I feel like a boss B shows up to a client that like wants to cancel, what happens? boss B looks at my numbers, what happens? It's like, it's a completely different energy. And the way that we approach things determines the outcomes that we get from them. And guys, that's why the Change Lives Academy, we have two, we've helped over 2000 students and 231 of them have hit 10K a month. Well, if the strategy works, why haven't all of them? Because the attitude in which we approach things matters. And what me and Cole can do is we can like do the tough loves and the reminders and like the focus on yourself. But at the end of the day, Megan, I want you to go in the mirror and I want you to look at yourself and be like, you fucking come first. And because you come first, everything in your life flourishes. That makes so much sense. And that's not the direction I thought we were going to go. But (laughs) yes, that makes sense. I promise you everything in your life is going to start to take an upswing. You start to put yourself first. And it's literally I literally promise you it's going to happen the second you make that decision. Like Megan comes first and then you start acting through those things. Like you start acting through that thought, through that decision, it, everything will shift and it will be like an instantaneous thing. You'll feel better, more empowered, more aligned, more positive, more grateful. And clients are just going to start to come to you. And you're going to post in the Academy in a week. And you're going to be like, dude, these guys on pod chats told me to put myself first. And now I've got like calls lined up, incoming DMs, clients are happy. Everything starts to shift once you start to shift. I also want to say one thing, and this is for you and any other parent out there. Um, When we went to Dominican, all right, I got my eyes opened from one statement that our best friends, Taj and Josie said, and that was that we come first before our children. All right. Mm -hmm. And he, he was explaining it to me and we were having a conversation and he's like, the reason why is because everything we're going to be doing for these kids for the next 18 to the rest of their fucking life years is for them. But if me and Josie don't focus on each other, then we'll become people that we don't even recognize. And then our kids will be fucking hurt in the long run for it. Um, And the reason I want to bring that up is because you said the line to Brian of, well, this is my baby. Like everything needs to be done for this. And I feel like you start to have that mom guilt of like, well, my baby comes first. My business is my baby. So it comes first. But what kind of life is your kid going to get if Megan, the mom, neglects her own health and her own vision and her own fucking life in a deeper end. You feel me? Yeah. Exactly. So you need to take care of you so you can be the mother you want to be for your child and your business and your clients and everybody else. 
Okay. I will get on that. I feel it. I feel a shift. <laughs> I feel the shift that just everybody else. I feel it. I can feel it. She's, I think it just clicked. I love that. It, it, it did. Thank you guys so much. Dude, we're super, super, super proud of you for showing up today to this call. Sometimes you never know. Uh, you never know the conversation that you need until you have it. So I'm so grateful for you and I'm so proud of you. And I know for sure you're going to come out of this stronger, more empowered. And I'm going to be posting about how you hit $10,000 a month within the next three months. I feel it <laughs> in my fucking bones, dude. Yes. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. I'm going to get on that right away. Okay. We believe in you. We got your back. Let's Thank go. Bro. Oh, bye, Megan. Bye. Well, dang, that was fire. Hey. That was a good one. I at the end, you're like, you never know when you're going to have a conversation that helps you. I was more like, you never know when we're just going to force you to fucking talk when you even know when you don't want to. <laughs> right I love it. We need it. to do that more. You never know when we we're going to make you grow. We need to do mm -hmm. that more. That was good. I like that. Megan, I'm proud of you. Thank you for coming up. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Next man on the docket, we've got Mr. Aaron Stevenson. What's good, Doug? By the way, I'm going to give a shout out to Aaron. Homie shows up every week and puts his hand up. Good for you, bro. Everyone has the opportunity to do so. We've got 1,300 clients and we've like, all you got to do is show up. So kudos to you for doing it, brother. How can we serve you today? See, that's so funny. Before I ask my question, I actually had this like thought in the shower today about like almost that exactly. It was like, if you two, you know, Brian and Cole are willing to go to L.A., to spend $25,000 for four hours of someone's time, that means that you're one step closer to being able to charge that for your time. So for the people who are not utilizing this call in the academy to talk to you guys, they're just ripping themselves off. Thank you. We have this call. Me and Cole literally were like, why do more people not ask questions? I thank you. I, there you go. I, was like, I, like well, I would rather come on here and be part of the academy than five years down the line be paying you guys $25,000. You fucking bet. Let's fucking like go, that. dude. All right. Aaron, let's like serve Aaron. Let's yeah, serve Aaron. Question. Let's fucking go, dude. I a little shout out because it's been awesome. You know, I'm still, like I said, making it a goal. Coming on every single week and coming with something for some advice. I but love it, dude. I my question it. this week was kind of, you know, ever since I, oh, I guess, you know, business is less than a year old, but ever since I started my business, it always has been, you know, main goal of mine to always be improving, you know, services, resources that I, my service for my clients, totally. you know, so that I'm always over delivering. And yeah. so, you know, with that, like every single day I sit down and I ask myself, you know, what could I improve or what could I do for my clients today? That was better than yesterday. Basically. Yes. And so yeah. always been doing like, you know, I love that by the way, it's important adding like workout stuff, you know, always trying to, you know, give them new resources, you know, have the Facebook community going and it's starting to grow and stuff like that. So all that's going good. But, you know, I know that you've sat down and you guys have experience with this all the time of, you know, what's, where do you typically see people lack in the sense of where they can improve their service? And then, you know, any particular examples that, you know, I could definitely learn off of and implement as well. Mm. So I think that for me, a valuable service is uh, like my definition of a valuable service for an online fitness coaching client would be uh, simple, easy to understand gets results. I think that, so the way that that looks tactically would be like, 
I want you to look at your onboarding experience and ask yourself, like, when somebody pays me money, does it feel good to get into my program and start the program? Like, is there a smooth onboarding experience? Do you have a welcome email that's drafted up with like a very simple explanation of exactly what to get in the program? Like, is the agreement, is the onboarding experience easy to understand? Do they have some sort of like ebook or maybe PDF or some sort of worksheet that they can do while you're designing their program? Have you communicated effectively when their program is going to be sent to them? Or are they kind of like up in the air to guess that? Second thing I'd look at is when somebody comes into your community, like what is their experience when they join? Are they greeted by the other members? Like are all of the members on board with helping the community grow? Or when somebody makes a welcome post is like, you know, they're absolutely ghosted by everybody and there's not a lot of support. So that's the next thing that I would look at is like, how does your, what is your community vibe actually like? Um, then I'd look at your engagement in your community, how many posts are being made per day. And then I'd go to the actual posts that are being made. And I'd see like how many people are commenting on those posts. These are all things that are extremely important when it comes to, you know, engagement and getting people results. Next thing I'd look at is like your messaging cadence. So I think one of the big mistakes that trainers will make is they're in there trainerized all day, every day, DMing clients back. Who does that? Raise your hand. Just want to see. Some people do that, right? So the way that you can stop that from happening is having a messaging cadence. The way that I do it is I'll do a certain amount of time in the morning and then a certain amount of time in the afternoon. That way I'll answer all any questions that happened overnight and I'll answer any questions that happened throughout the day. So it's twice a day. So having a messaging cadence so that your clients know like when to get to you. And it's not like you have to explain to your clients, like I'll get back to you at 8 a.m. or 4 p.m. But like in, if they start to get used to those times that you get back to them, like they'll know, you know, when you're getting back to them. Other than that, I think a check-in process. So making sure that like, you know, your clients, you send a check-in on Wednesday, they reply on Thursday, reply on Thursday. If anybody misses a check-in, you send them a voice note or a video being like, yo, Simone, I just did all my check-ins and I noticed that you wasn't in there. What the hell? Get it back to me so I can change your life. So making sure that you're following up with clients when they miss their check-ins. Um, if you want to go the extra layer, you can be in your trainer eyes. And once a day, anybody who missed a workout the previous day, you could just send them a message and you can be like, yo, Aaron, noticed you missed your workout. What's going on, brother? How can I help you? And just kind of like going above and beyond that way. Um, but those are some of the things that come off my head right off the top of the get-go. What do you think? Well, first off, because you just literally named like every single part of the program <laughs> breakdown. Um, when it comes down to your program, Aaron, personally, where do you feel like you are lacking and why did you want to ask this question? Um, I think I could improve the Facebook community. You know, it's still relatively new, but I'm trying to, you know, add to it each week and get people more engaged. So I think that's the biggest lack. I think the onboarding process is good and I'm, you know, in touch with my clients on a regular basis. So the community, I think is the biggest thing. Bet. Okay. So with that, then to hone in just on that individual area, to give you some advice with that is number one, you need to be more bought into that community than your clients are. Okay. So make sure that that is like a individual feeling people think that you love the group more than they do that's fucking important because they're not going to post it if you're not in there um especially if you're answering dms on a continual basis like all the time in your trainer eyes they're gonna be like why the fuck would i go to the facebook group when aaron's just going to answer me all day in my trainer eyes or all day in my facebook or all day on my text messages so make sure that you are bought into the group more than anybody else and number two create some sort of culture um so guys like the wolf thing like people ask me like where that came from my clients started calling me the wolf all right. And then I created the culture internal of aesthetic nation when we were scaling it called Cole's wolves. And the reason why is because we all threw a challenge one day. I don't even remember what the fucking challenge was called. It was some fitness challenge we did like amongst aesthetic nation. And I called my group Cole's wolves. And that's how I started to create the culture around it. And then I just ingrained it in everybody. All right. Started doing the howling on live streams, random shit like that. And it was fun. And it was like a joke that we all played around, but because of that culture, it just made everybody more connected. 
they felt like connected to each other on a deeper level. Uh, so again, to piggy off what Brian said, like really hone in onto the culture and you buying into the group. Like if you see fucking Brian killing it, don't tell him to go post in the group. All right. You can do that. Like once it becomes more of a regular thing, just screenshot what the fuck Brian said, go post in the group and hype him the fuck up and tell people to come accelerate. Like you be in there more. Make sense. Yeah. 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 I like that last thing you said. I'm definitely going to do that. Mm -hmm. Just drag people there, man. Like literally force them into the community itself. So people feel your presence and they want to join you. The reason Cole's right. The reason it's important to drag people there. Cause like people aren't like people follow social behavior. Right. And uh, nobody likes to go first. And so for us, when we're building a community, if there's not engagement in the community, you literally need to fucking drag your clients to the community because it's kind of like the analogy that I'll give you guys is imagine you walk into a house party and there's a DJ playing music and nobody's dancing. Everybody's just sitting on the fucking couches. It's like, you're going to walk in and be like, this is weird. And then you're just not going to dance because nobody's dancing. But if you walk into a house party and there's eight or nine people dancing and you're like, you're like, oh, maybe I'll dance too. Like you're, you're more likely to take the action that other people are doing. And so people follow social behavior. And so like Cole said, if your group doesn't have a lot of engagement, you've got to drag them to the group. And I like that screenshot thing and just encouraging people to post more. And then as it starts to gain momentum, the key is to keep the momentum and not to lose it. So again, like Cole said, you just need to make sure that you're spending that time in the community and engaging with your clients when they post in there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Love it, guys. Thank you. Wrote everything no down. We're going to do it. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks for coming up. Guys, just pumping our tires, eh, Cole? <laughs> yeah, this is the best thing ever. So like, I might as well show up and get free value from them before they start charging $25,000 an hour. Guys, take fucking note and show up so we can provide value for you, all right? I love that. The fact that you said that just made my whole day. I'm like, hell so yeah. It's so funny because somebody actually DM'd us on Instagram and they're at 100K a month and they're like, I want to you know, pay you guys for like a half day of your time. And me and Cole were like, okay, let's do it. So, yep. So like that is it's already happening. That's, it's that's happening. Really, it's on the way. Funny, that's the funny thing. That's really cool. All right, guys, we're here to serve. The next person that we are going to bring up is the lovely Darun. What's going on, girl? How are you? Hey, guys. How are you doing? So good. Best. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you. Best day ever. I love that. Um, I always really appreciate when I get the opportunity to ask you guys. And I totally agree with Aaron. This is we're sitting on a gold mine. Being able to talk to you guys um, once a week, I block out this time. So I'm here. I've been sick for the past three weeks and I was actually so happy you guys canceled it. That one week I had COVID. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not missing it because I, I wasn't able to get out of bed. But anyway, yeah. um, thank you guys for doing this. Um, I really appreciate it. So does Eric. <laughs> we appreciate so it. today I wanted to... This is something I've been struggling with probably the entire time I've been in the program and I've been working on it. And I think this is a great opportunity to just bring it up. I really struggle with batching my content. Um, and that's, and you guys know, you guys have already told me you need to improve your time management. And I've been, you know, aware of where, what takes up most of my time and it's my content. Um, I get writer's block a lot. Mm -hmm. So I do, you know, I, I obviously try to go into um, the portal and rewatch everything about content. I know I shouldn't be creating content for me. I should be creating it for my clients or my audience, but I really struggle to batch my content because I end up just writing my content that day. And I was wondering if you guys had any tips for me to batch content. 
Yeah, I think that uh, Cole's looking at your content right now. I can see him going in. I'm so I'm gonna go in before Cole. I'll let Cole do the audit, and then I'll, and then I'll tell you. Here's what I think. I can see your face, bro. Here's what I think is I think that the number one type of content that you guys should be posting right now is TikToks, Reels, and Instagram Reels, etc. So, the way that I would batch my content if I were you, Jeroen, is I would pre like on Sunday I would pre do five Reels. Uh, like pre, I would pre decide which Reels I'm gonna do. And so the way that you guys can do that. Is I, I don't know if I've shown you this to run on TikTok. Have I showed you how to sort your content for the, with the three little dots yet? I don't think so. Okay. So if you go to your TikTok, are you on your phone or your computer right now? I'm on my computer. Okay. Go on your phone. phone. Okay. Go on your TikTok. I'm going to teach everybody how to do this. Go to your TikTok and go to search. Tell me when you're there. Okay. Okay. And then I want you to search. Uh, what's your niche? So right now, I, my clients really um, resonate with flat tummy tips. So that's usually I look up. Cool, flat tummy tips. So look up that. Okay. And then I want you to go to the, uh, the so search it. And then there's going to be three little dots or two little dots in the far right corner at the top. Click those two dots. Yeah. Search by uh, most and then scroll down and then click most liked. Yep. And then click last three months and then search. Oh, where's the last three months? So scroll down. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Last three months and then search. And then apply. Okay. And then apply. Now click on that video, one of the videos. Yep. Scroll through the videos. Yeah. That, that's the content you're going to create. Okay. This is literally how you find TikToks telling you this is the content that is being seen by the algorithm that is being viral. Like this is the content that's working right now on TikTok. So that's the TikTok algorithm telling you do more shit like this. So the way okay. that I do this, the way that I apply this to my coaching business is I'll take those ideas. I'll save the link for the reel, Darun, and I'll put, paste it. Like I'll have a little notes. I'll, I'll be like reels to do. I look for the simple ones because I'm a very simple human. And so if it's like a big complex edit, I'm like, nope. So I literally scroll through Darun and I look for simple edits. And once I find five simple edits, I'll grab that link. And then when you sit down for an hour on Sunday or whatever day you decide to do it, you already know these are the five that I'm going to do. Grab simple edits so that you're not spending three hours editing the videos dress up nice, dress up however you want to dress up, but like look presentable because if you like, we learned this from actually Trent Harrison. And did you watch the Trent Harrison million TikTok follower masterclass? I haven't. No, it's okay. So one of the things he said, he said that um, he's like, I always get a fucking haircut and I always look fresh because high quality content attracts high quality leads. He's like, so you always want to like look your best when you're doing content. So I learned that from Trent, um, but dress up once, do five videos to seven videos, have them pre-decided what you're going to do. That way you can go into it and you can be like, okay, video one these two angles, these two things. Okay. Video two, these two angles, these two things. Then throughout the week, you don't have to write content every day because you have the pre done reels already. And so you can use those if you want to post, or if you wanted to, you could also write a piece of content, but now you're not forced to because you've got some pre-batched reels. Okay. Cool. What do you think? Hey, well, number one, I want to touch on that hundred percent, like making sure that you present yourself and you're like ready to go guys. I have a, a recurring haircut every single Friday at the same time for the next year and a half. I'm not even joking. I literally told Mike Barber, I'm like, just book me in this time, this day, every fucking Friday period. It's a weekly thing. Cause I'm very anal on that. It's like, I'm always like that. Uh, it's also like fucking having a beard. You got to keep it up. Um, but the next thing I wanted to touch on, like, I think it's even less than trying to find like the reels. I think that's a great idea and you need to break it down. But in order to do that, you just need to figure out who the fuck you're speaking to. Um, like, who do you want to serve? Yeah. I'm asking. Yeah, so, no, I'm, I, I serve women between the age of 25 and 35, um, mostly moms or women who want a flat tummy. 
bet. So you want to help women who would like to lose a flat or have a flat tummy, lose a tummy, et cetera. Yeah. Okay. So why did you want to start serving those individuals? I actually didn't choose that niche. It chose me. Um, I realized, you know, on my consults or in my type form, it's always, I want a flat tummy. I want a flat tummy. I want to lose 10 to 30 pounds, whatever it is, but that's the keyword that they use. And this is something that I actually just recently figured out because I went through all of my consults and I realized, holy crap, like so many people just want a flat tummy. So now I'm, I have, I have a reel ready to go today, but I'm nervous to post it because it's my first reel where I'm actually talking and giving out advice. Mm. So I also have that, um, I'm, I'm, I'm very vulnerable with speaking. So like, that's not nothing new. I think we all have experienced that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my niche. Um, it's always, it's always changing, but. So two things, number one, do you have that reel in your drafts right now? Yeah. Post it right now. Um, number one, the dead series. We'll wait. We'll wait. I'm literally not even lying to you. Do it right now. I, I, okay. So I have the reel. (laughs) But I don't have the caption. I only have half the caption written. You don't need a super long I'm caption if you're going to be talking about the Okay. Can I finish the caption first? <laughs> yes, you can. While I'm talking right now, um, you, you can finish the caption. But I wouldn't write a long one anyways. Keep it short, simple, straight to the point. Because a talking reel, that's where the attention is, not on your long-ass caption. Make sense? Okay, so right now my caption... It's just like the intro. I think that 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 is my problem is like, I have to make sure the caption is long and valuable. And I, that's where I struggle. It's not really making the reels or getting the ideas. It's the caption. That... You don't always have to do that. Look, go look at my fucking content. Right. I so know. let's hit point number two, because you're posting that fucking reel by the end of this class. I'm telling you, no, I'm not joking. Um, <laughs> so point number two, what I was going to get to is when it comes down to the ideas you guys have, stop fucking overthinking it and just do the baseline that you know you need to deliver on. Meaning, okay, idea-wise, okay, I struggle with coming up with ideas. Well, you don't. You just said it to us, number one. Number two, every written post you've ever done in the past can be produced as a reel. Just say more or less. That's literally it. Guys, scroll down to the last year of you providing value on social media and recreate every single one of those written posts, even to a week ago, written posts into a reel. Boom. There's all your content ideas. Stop overthinking it. Then pick two times throughout the week to film. Okay. For myself, I usually pick Sundays. I do three hours at a time because I film so much. Um, I have, if I'm not mistaken, 172 videos in the bank right now, just in Dropbox, ready to go. And I'm just continually to film them, getting them ready, getting them ready, getting them ready. But the way I do this, girl, is I look at the struggles, pains, little things that I see people struggle with. I do what Brian said. Okay. When like going into TikTok and finding links, but I do it even simpler on the aspect of, I just wait for one word. Okay. Like no time excuses, whatever the fuck I hear. I just write it in a note. Brian's seen it. I literally have a note with over 150 fucking different sentences, statements in there. And then I literally just sit down and I fucking read it. And then I just bang, bang off fucking videos. Okay. You have the ideas because you have the consultations from all these individuals who are struggling with a flat tummy. You have all these consultations, questionnaire forms where people are talking about their individual struggles that they're dealing with. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's your content. Yeah. Now we just need to get out of your own way, which is producing, right? Picking a certain time to film it. So what is your freest day right now? Thursdays. That's Thursdays. my last day. So I don't work out those that day. And I kind of like, just kind of want to 
relax, but I can make that into my content creation day. Perfect. So you're going to do a fucking three hour time block where the only thing you fucking do is content. All your clients don't answer them. Your mom calls you fucking fuck off. Like just <laughs> content. Do not answer the phone. Don't talk to anybody else. That's I'm dead serious. Like Brian will call me sometimes on Sunday. There's been literal times where I'm like, no. And I'm like, denied. He's like, it's hey. always weird when he ignores my calls. I'm like, I'm not, like we've been friends for like seven years and that never happens. So when it happens, I don't like- ignore calls unless I'm like, <laughs> if I'm honed in on some shit, like content, I'm like, that's it. That's all I'm doing. I'm fucking that's it. And then that's your batch day. Okay. Number two rule of reels guys. You do not need long captions if the video delivers the value that you are trying to deliver. Meaning if you are doing a talking Instagram reel that delivers the value and the message that you want to break down, there's no fucking reason why you need to have a long caption because then you're literally just trying to hit some double whammy, right? Go look at every reel I produce, literally 99.99999% of them. The only message that is delivered is in the video because this is where you're focused, not here. Does that make sense? You're focused on me speaking, looking in your eyes and delivering a message to you. Take that long ass caption you want to finish, fucking delete it. (laughs) Yeah, delete it. Put a fucking one-liner in there that has to do with the actual message and value you are delivering on the reel and post it. I'm doing it right now. Perfect. So I want to- One liner? What's that? Just a one-liner? Yeah, like a one-liner paragraph, something that has to do with the reel, but you do not need to write fucking nine paragraphs when the reel is the thing that's delivering the value. Okay. I also just want to be vulnerable for a second here and let you guys know that I've been coaching individuals for the last eight, nine years on social media, I'm podcasting for the last five, and I'm still finding my voice on TikTok. And so for those of you guys that are struggling with finding your voice, like sometimes it happens right away. Sometimes it doesn't right away. And that's okay. But like Anthony Mounser said earlier on in the call, I saw it in the, in the, in the comments, you just got to go for it. You got to jump. You got to take the leap. You got to put yourself out there because every single piece of content that you produce is going to make you a better creator. You're going to learn. You're going to like see what works. You're going to see what doesn't. And like, but you'll never know, you know, how to find your voice unless you put yourself out there consistently. And so exactly. I just want you guys to know that like, no matter where we're at, like Cole and I are both still in the game. We're both still learning. We're both still evolving. But the reason that Cole and I grow on a consistent and regular basis is because we keep putting ourselves in the arena and we keep trying new things. We keep putting content out there. A hundred percent guys. Like we are literally learning every day. Like Aaron brought up Bedros. The reason why we went down to fucking learn from Bedros is because we are fucking nobodies and we want to be like big fish. And right now we realize that we weren't surrounded by a lot of other individuals that were playing at a certain level. So we're like, okay, well time to challenge ourselves. Let's fucking do it. Put ourselves in a room. And right away we're like, Oh, I thought I was good at content. I just stepped into a $550,000 studio with six different filming sets in one room that was outfitted by Chris Rock's audio team with soundproofing. Like I'm a fucking nobody. Like that's the shit we always want to learn. And that's why like, we're going to deliver that. And I, like, I want to touch on what Brian just said, guys, it took me five and a half years to find my voice on TikTok and I'm still fucking trying to grow it. I'm still trying to perfect it. I'm still trying to push through. There literally was, I was going to quit, told Brian, I'm deleting Instagram to something hitting and then bam. And then there we go. All right. And I want to touch on this before you post that reel. Okay. Oh, I just posted it. It's Good. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. I'm going to refresh it. Cause I want to see anyways, this is for all of you. So listen the fuck up, pay attention. If you're on the audio only replay, I'm sharing my screen right now. If you are a coach who does not have any ideas for reels, but you've been in the game for longer than six months and you've been making written posts 
want you to go to your page, scroll the fuck down, make this a reel. Okay. Dissect this down into 30 seconds. Don't make it seven. Okay. This is the game where a lot of you guys fuck up on. You try to make these seven to 10 second videos because the algorithm favors short shit. Fuck that. Okay. Just get on there and start talking. Stop looking at virality and look at impact. Reels is where the growth is. So take this, try to compact it into around 17 to 30 seconds and to deliver this message saying more with less. Does that make sense? Yes. Perfect. So this is your content ideas right here. Like we can look at questionnaires and struggles and check-in forms and all that other stuff like I broke down to you. But all of the written posts that you've produced over the last year six months, even three months are your ideas that you could be producing online. Now, can we pull up her new reel right now? Can we do that? It's taking really long to load. How? Because it knows we're going to fucking pull it up. Right <laughs> it's it's it. trying to post. It's trying <laughs> to. <laughs> like, it knows we're going to try to break it down. But there yeah, this is weird. It's never taken this long. I even turned off my Wi-Fi, but it's. That's so fucking funny. It's not doing it. Um, now I'm itching to see it all too. Just waiting. Right. <laughs> Close Instagram. Is it going to not post? Just leave it. It'll look. It's so weird. Uh, I don't. Right. It's it's because it because it's no knows we're gonna audit, dude. It we, literally um, knows. Yeah, I'm proud of you for showing up, and guys. Like yep. that's what it takes. Like it takes showing up, and sometimes the things that are holding us back aren't even things that we can see. And you know, Megan even came up with a question that she thought we were gonna give her an answer, different answer to. But like Cole and I have been doing this for a very long time, and we can see what it is that's holding you back. Sometimes it's your system, sometimes it's your mindset. So I'm super glad that you came up and had this conversation because every single time you show up, two calls with your mentors, you're going to get one step closer to your success. So I appreciate you, Duran. Agreed. I appreciate you guys. Like, like I said in the beginning of this call, like I, I look really look forward to these pod chats and they always help me. I always have a killer week after I talk to you guys. So I'm excited. I love, that. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Thank cool. you guys. No problem, Duran. Well, guys, that brings us to the end of Podchats. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully you guys got some value. I've got a couple of things that I want to go over really quick before we uh, ask Cole where, where we can find him. Number one is if you are in the Change Lives Academy, I want to let you guys know that we've got the Million Dollar Mastermind that's going to be opening for enrollment soon. We're going to be taking on new students soon. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be absolutely incredible. And the second thing is we're launching the third ever PT Domination All Access event. So we're going to be- yeah. 40 students at our houses. And this will be the first ever event that Cole actually has a house right next door. So it's going to be an absolutely incredible experience. And we're so excited to meet so many of you guys in person. Also, side note, we just found out that the border is open for people that are no longer, you know, the V word. <laughs> so we're not going to say that. It's the V word. So that's it. Cole, where do they find you, bro? The Wake Up With The Wolf podcast or Cole Lewis DeSilva on IG and TikTok, y'all. Y'all know. Boom. Guys, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully you got some value from today's podcast. I appreciate all of you guys so much. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Let's fucking go. Peace. Peace.